Hey, Taike, are you the person who beats herself up consistently because you're not reaching your exercise goals and you're not staying consistently with the exercise program that you said you're going to follow, do or die, and then you telling yourself, oh, I just have no willpower to reach all these goals. I'm not cut out for this. So my friend, let me tell you, willpower is BS. And I'll show you today in five simple habits how you can exercise consistently to reach your health and fitness goals. Hey, it's Heike, and I wanted to share something super cool with you. If you've been wondering about trying out Pilates and intermittent fasting, I have the course for you. Have you heard of the Fasted and Fit Over 50 Jumpstart? I created this non-intimidating course for women over 50 and 60 that want to start feeling stronger, healthier, without another diet or exercise program that doesn't fit their lifestyle or health goals. The Fasted and Fit Over 50 Jumpstart is a 14-video self-paced course. This is for you if you are new to Pilates and have never tried intermittent fasting, but you're curious if it's for you. No equipment is needed or any food to buy. Why not jumpstart your health and strength today? Go to HeikeYeats.com and get started. I'm Heike Yates, a fitness and nutrition coach with 30 years of experience. I empower empty nester moms over 50 to take back their health and strength to feel vibrant in their second half of life. Right now, you're joined by thousands of empty nester moms around the world who stop dimming their light and instead ignite their spark. On this podcast, I do what I do best, taking complicated information about fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies, and breaking it down into baby steps that are simple, actionable, and reliable, so you can implement them into your life. I regularly interview some of the most inspiring guests who share their honest stories on how they went from their worst to their best in life so that you know you're not alone in your struggles. Join me as we redefine what aging looks and feels like by taking action and saying, yes, I can. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. You may say, Heike, you are loving exercise. No wonder that you're making all your exercise stick and you always seem to exercise. My friend, it's really not that easy for me either. So let's imagine, like many of us have decided that in the beginning of the year, we're going to exercise five times per week, up from once a week during the holidays. And by the time of this recording, it's February. In February, most people are starting to not be so interested with their new exercise or not excited about their new exercise programs anymore. So let's imagine you decided that you will exercise five times per week and we do cardio, Pilates, weights, and perhaps some stretching. Sounds all great. You know that you can make the time, 
But then out of the blue, stuff happens. You forget that you wanted to exercise and suddenly it's dinner time and you're definitely not exercising now. A meeting was rescheduled into your exercise time and you tell yourself, not now, because you're busy and you will work out later at some point. Now it's true, sometimes we have no control over our schedule But there are ways around that, and we'll talk about those five simple habits that will help you exercise consistently and stick to your next or new exercise habit. But when you think about what I just described, then then you think, okay, based on that, exercise never happens. The day goes by, and then you may think that you're not cut cut out to be consistent with your exercise habits. And the one thing I hear all the time, I have no willpower, Heike. If I just had more willpower, and I did another episode on willpower and why willpower is bullshit. But today we're talking about how you can make your habits stick. You know, you're not alone if you're struggling to be consistent in your exercise habits. It is so easy to talk about habits and have good intentions. They're all in your head, but those habits, putting them into action in in your life is a whole other story. And I say it again, most women think they are the problem and they lack willpower. And I know you've seen some of the reels on Instagram with like, I'm the problem. You're not the problem. Lack of willpower or calling yourself weak for not being consistent or other names with their workout program. Ladies, this is not you. It's the system you do not have in place to develop a consistent habit and make it stick. So we're talking about the five simple ways to make your exercise habit stick. It's all about exercise. And I show you which ones and how to implement those five simple steps. First off, we often talk about good habits or bad habits. You may have said before, I have this bad habit of taking a nap during the day. Well, honestly, I love naps during the day and I'll take one whenever I can. But some people consider it a bad habit because they're not productive during that time and they don't get stuff done. Or you may have said to yourself, I was really good today because I added five extra minutes of cardio today. Well, in my opinion, there are no good or bad habits. I despise the notion of calling things good or bad, which also translates into I ate bad food, I ate good food. There is no such thing, but rather we choose based on what is more important to us at that time. Let that sink in. We choose based on what is more important for us at that time. Those extra five minutes of cardio, it was a choice you made. Taking the nap is a choice you made because you will feel more refreshed afterwards. So if you're using our example of if you took a nap, and labeled it as bad, but on the other end, it helped you get through the afternoon slump, and now you feel refreshed, 
that was the right thing to do. So no guilt, no shame. If you added those extra five minutes of cardio, you feel you had the extra time to exercise again without feeling guilty, which so many women are great at. And I'm no exception. I'm just like you. I have flaws too, because most of the time you finish quickly because of the guilt. You say, oh my God, you know, I've already had a 30 minute cardio workout and I should, oh, another word I don't like, should be getting back to work. I should be cleaning the house. I should whatever, do stuff. So, so you see, neither is a good or a bad habit. It is a choice that we make at that moment. And there's nothing wrong with it. So let's talk about how do habits work? Well, we always hope it'll be easy to establish a good habit and eliminate our bad habits. If we had a bad habit that we've developed for over 30 years, it is tough to break that habit. And it often relates a little bit more to nutrition, but sometimes that pattern becomes such a part of your daily routine and we don't see them as good or bad anymore. You know, as I said before regarding habits, I'd rather talk about healthy habits than good or bad and the habits that don't serve our fitness and health goals. So going back to my example with a nap and the extra five minutes, if and you can see it in both ways. If the nap helped you overcome the nap or the afternoon schlump, and instead of grabbing some coffee and some stuff out of the vending machine or scrunching around in your fridge if you're working from home to boost up your energy, or you took a nap, nap is way healthier. If you added those five minutes of extra cardio, but then in the end, you're so stressed out because you are not getting a project done, you're running late for an appointment, you feel all frazzled, then those five minutes really are not a good idea. I think you know where I'm going with this. So that's why I'd rather say healthy habit. What's the healthy habit that you did today for your body? So let's talk about what is a healthy habit. Healthy habits are habits uh that promote health and wellness in your life. Things like exercising, eating a healthy diet, getting plenty of sleep, and that includes a nap, socializing with friends. And of course, important habits don't always have to be of physical nature. Each time we want to exercise, here it comes again, we have to make a choice. That choice influences whether or not we take a specific action and the steps that lead to going to exercise are influenced by what happens before we take action to exercise. Here's a good example. Today, I had my annual physical and I went for a walk earlier for an hour and then I said, when I come back, I'm going to do my Pilates exercise. It's Wednesday, I'm doing my Pilates today. And I went to the doctor and as you know, when you're going to the doctor, it always takes longer than you want to and think it should. 
although sometimes we get kicked out, but especially by a, a, during a physical, they usually take a little bit more time with you and find out more stuff about you. And there's the blood testing and the urine testing and all that good stuff. But I came back and all I wanted to do was take a nap. I was so tired. Maybe the doctor's visit just crushed me out. Who knows? Um, but I decided I'd take a nap instead. So I took a nap instead, half an hour. I felt so much better. And then I said, oh, let's go exercise. And I just didn't feel like it. And I said, all right, Heike, don't feel guilty. Don't be all upset about that you're not doing your Pilates today. You'll do it tomorrow. You already walked and you took a nap. So I also will put a link in the show notes for you for an episode that I recorded earlier or previously, the five healthy habits that can change your life. So take a look at that or listen at that. So let's talk about why do habits not stick? It could be like you want to pull your hair out to, to say, God, it just didn't work. There are three of the most common reasons why people don't stick to a habit. The habit is too difficult. Yep, the habit is too difficult. Imagine you're going to an exercise class that you've never been to, and it's the, give it a name, whatever class that is, and you are barely making it through class, and you are huffing and puffing, and you say, tell yourself, Ooh, this is really good. I can really do this. But inside, you know, it's too difficult. The level you chose was too hard. And if it's too hard, you're not going to stick with it. Best intentions. I bet you the next time around, you're going back to this class, you're thinking, I'm out of place. I shouldn't be here. Instead of thinking, oh, I can get stronger. I can keep up at some point. So you're defeating already the, the habit in itself. Number two is you don't enjoy doing it. How many times can I tell? I don't know how many times I can tell you. I should phrase it this way. Is when uh, clients told me, said, Heike, my friend is going to XYZ class. She is loving it. I'm not sure I'm going to like this. I don't like this hopping around or kicking or I hate water. Whatever the reason is, you're not enjoying it. If you're not enjoying it, this habit will not stick. You may suck up the six weeks or whatever you signed up for the class, but then you're so glad you're going to ditch it. Or number three are too many habits all at once. You said, all right, I'm going to get five days in. Monday, cardio, Tuesday, Pilates, Wednesday, strength training, Thursday, I go to the pool, and on Friday, I take this yoga class. You may totally run out of juice because suddenly there's so much. Every discipline has its own challenges, and you're sitting there going, oh my God, this is overwhelming. It's killing me. And I thought this was going to be fun. So this, these are three reasons why most of the times, or common reasons, I should say, there are definitely others, why habits don't stick. 
And for that, I also want to give you a little resource of the small healthy habits you can stick with in 2022. I did this last year, but it's still applicable this year because it has to do with nutrition as well as with exercise. So, and then we ask ourselves, ourselves, where do we start with our habits? I'm like, but should I should I start with something I like? Should I start with whichever whatever should I start with? If you do not know where to start, if you have read Atomic Habits by James Cleary, you know the next four steps I'm talking about. In his book Atomic Habits, the author James Cleary explains the four stages of habit. Haha. Cue, craving, response, and reward. Ah, now we're getting a little bit deeper down into what makes our brain tick when it comes to our habits. So number one, the cue triggers your brain to initiate a behavior, he says, by making it obvious. Number two is cravings are the second step of the habit loop and are the motivational force behind every habit. And it calls this make it attractive. So the cue is make it obvious. Cravings make it attractive. The response is the habit, the actual habit you perform, which can take the form of a thought or an action. Make it easy. And finally, number four, he says, Rewards are the end goal of every habit. Make it satisfying. Let me say that again. The cue is make it obvious. Cravings are make it attractive. The response is make it easy. And the reward at the end is make it satisfying. Those four steps take us from a problem. I can't make exercise stick to the solution, which is, I feel strong, have lots of energy after I exercise. All right, let's put this into practice. Here's number one, the cue. Make it obvious. You put out your exercise clothes the day before. You pack them in your bag when, if you go to work. You put out what you're going to wear so you're not scrounging around in the morning saying, oh, do I wear these tights? That bra I hate. Oh, I don't know. I don't have matching socks for my shoes. No. You put out what you're going to wear for the class of that day or the training of that day. So I always love it when I go swimming. And if you've been following me for a while, swimming is sort of not what I love doing, but I am a triathlete and I need to swim. So I suck it up and I swim. And then you know what? When I swim, it actually feels not too bad. But I put out my bag the night before. So before I cuddle with my husband on the couch, watching a show uh, in the evening, I put out my swim bag. Because that means that swim bag is, keeps looking at me as soon as I get up. I know that on Wednesdays normally at 11, I go swimming. So it is there. No excuses. Number two is craving. You want to feel stronger and healthier. So you have to do something. You want that feeling. And you, if you've been exercising consistently before, you've had that feeling. If you've never had it, once you start, 
you feel stronger and you're like, dude, look at my arms or I can pick up something easier. Oh, gardening is way better. And you just feel healthier and stronger, just better overall. Once you have that craving, you'll, or that feeling of that craving, you'll seek it. And oftentimes you hear about runners, the runner's high. The runner's high is a great example for wanting to feel stronger and healthier and clear your brain. Number three is the response. The response is you are actually doing the exercise. So you got your clothes out. You know how you want to feel. You know you feel fantastic. But it's step four already. The response is you're doing the exercise. You, you go out there, grab your stuff, head to the gym or your basement or wherever you exercise on the playground and you go for it. And number four is the reward. You satisfied your craving where you want to feel stronger and healthier. Now exercise exercise is associated with that feeling. I thought that was such a brilliant analogy that I wanted to share that with you. So what are the five simple ways to make your exercise habit stick? Number one is make a habit visible. If your goal is to start exercising, stays in your head instead of putting it into practice, it's this little chance that you actually will be consistently successful. You may think about it, oh, today, yeah, I'm going to go and go exercise, but then it's out of the head because something else showed up. The the beeper on your phone went off. Uh, You got a Slack message, whatever it is. You simply got distracted. Instead, make your habit goal visible by writing it down somewhere instead of keeping those goals in your head. Put it on a sticky note. Take that sticky note and put it on the mirror or on your computer, on the refrigerator, wherever you you see it more often. Create a time to exercise as an alarm on your phone and it pops up, says exercise in 30 minutes or whatever the alarm is that you're putting up. So that means if you see it, you will be reminded that there is a habit that you want to change. In this case, it's exercise. Imagine also what it would feel like when you reach your goal and the habit of consistently exercising. I love that feeling. And I don't have to go through mega powerful workouts and really hard workouts to have that feeling of peace and strength and feeling just overall really good. So what steps do you have to take to make that habit change successful? Let's go for it. Set the alarm on your phone so that you can exercise before work instead of hitting the snooze button. I'm not a snooze button hitter. It makes me groggy. But I have the alarm. I may roll my eyes and think, oh, it would be so much nicer in bed. But I get up and exercise if I don't have clients. Put your gym bag and exercise clothes out so they're ready to go, like my example with my swim backpack. This step takes away the fatigue that might set in of saying, oh, now I have to get ready. I'm not feeling like it. It's ready to go. You know you packed your stuff. You got the shoes for your workout and you're ready to go. 
plan enough time for a shower or a drive to the gym and still get the amount of time in you want to exercise without feeling stressed and rushed. So don't say I'm going to exercise for a half an hour, but in reality, it's 30 minutes by the time you get there and do all the things you need to do. So resist the temptation to just get this done before I exercise is one of my sneaky little tidbits because that task will take longer and you might not get the time to exercise you had bl- had planned. So our number one make a habit visible, has a couple of planning steps in them so that you will actually start taking action based on those external cues and clues that you get getting ready and being prepared. And number two is create a dedicated workout space. If you're working out from home, have a space. It doesn't have to be big. I always say when you do Pilates, all you need is a yoga mat or the size of a yoga mat, a big towel. It's all you need. Dedicated this little space to do exercise. So don't be in the middle of the living room or next to the bed where you go to bed, although this could be convenient too, but have a mat out, stack your weights and bands nearby. And so where you're streaming your workouts, have your tablet set up. So you know that that goes with also with number one, that you're ready to go when it's time to do your workout. Knowing where you work out is a game changer. This space is special because that's where you get healthier and stronger and your emotions are associated with that. This step aligns with making it obvious. If you are a runner, a walker, the outdoors is where you where your workout space might be, although I encourage you to also in, uh, embrace strength training, Pilates or weights or bands, uh, bodywood exercises for uh, different reasons. But think about that where it's your happy place, where you exercise is your happy place. If you're going to a place that you hate, like a stinky gym, I used to work at a gym that was really stinky, Uh, It smelled like sweat and it was really gross. And if you've been in the gym world, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The seats were still sweaty on the back. People didn't wipe them down. Wow, really gross. Uh, So guess I'm not a fan of big gym life, but that was not my happy place. That was my happy place when I was a bodybuilder. Um, So it changes also what you do. I want a nice quiet space with a little bit of light. So pick your space. Number two is create a dedicated workout space. And number three is create a plan. Creating a plan that you can follow will hold you accountable for your actions is absolutely crucial. You want to feel accomplished and follow a plan can be very rewarding. This step shows you uh, what you want to achieve and where you fell short. Also, creating a plan or a, a, yeah, creating a plan is a way to set concrete steps and actions. All right, I like I'm a goal setter. I'm I like examples. So here is our goal: you want to exercise five days per week for one entire month. That's how we started our episode today. Okay, the question is: what type of exercise do you want to do? 
How long should each, each session be? What time can you do the workout? Do you have a space for your workout? And do you need to buy equipment or not? Based on those answers, you know what your starting point is and what steps you need to take to be successful in creating consistency. If you have everything, you do it. If you don't have everything, then you will say, I don't have the three pound weights that I needed for that workout. I need to go buy it first. So that does not create consistency and doesn't make the habit stick because you're not ready and prepared. So think of number two or number three as creating a plan of what it is that you need in order to be successful. Where do you fit it in? What type of exercise you want to do? What do you want to change up? Where's the space? And what type of exercise you want to do? Super important. And number four is tracking your progress. I can't tell you how many of my clients have come to me with specific goals. And then when it came down to tracking, the answer was, oh, tracking is so boring. I hate tracking. I don't like to use my fitness pal, whatever tracking app they're using. Uh, I keep forgetting to write it in. It is tedious sometimes. But now we have our fit or exercise watches that can track a lot of information for us. So that may be a way to get around this whole writing down business. But I still believe if you write it down, you learn better. You don't know if you're getting closer to your um, goal if you're not writing it down. If you don't track, you don't know if you're successful. You don't know if you're moving forward. You don't know if you're moving uh, moving backwards. And you can't uh, pinpoint specific goals. For instance, if you want to exercise five times a week for the entire month, that's our example. Get a printable workout calendar or make your own calendar if you're a crafty person. Whatever you do, use a bright red pen or marker and make a big X on the date to show that, that you exercised the day. I didn't say, write down, I did five minutes of this. I did 20 minutes of this. The goal is just that you did it. Baby steps. I almost said baby steps, baby steps little grasshopper. I said it, there you have it. <laughs> By the end of the month, you will see how successful you were at sticking to your workout routine. Yes, a routine is nothing to balk about. A routine is great. A routine gets consistency. And consistency comes from doing something over and over again. So high five if you hit your goal. And if not, keep going and stay consistent until you reach your five days of exercise per week for an entire month. And this may take two months. This may take three months. Do not get discouraged because... We're learning something new. We're learning something about ourselves. We are creating a habit that is lasting, that sticks. That's not a variable that makes you feel good. It makes you happy. And which brings us to number five, 
Choose the activities that make you happy. If you like to walk, walk more. If you like to play games, do that more. Exercise doesn't have to happen in the gym or inside or outside. There are so many forms of exercise that you can do. Things like playing soccer or an other active outside games. Um, that's what I can think of. Frisbee. Frisbee is another one. Yep. Hiking and gardening are all forms of exercise. And I'm sure you will not garden five days a week unless you love, love, love gardening. But that would be an X on your schedule too. You know, as many of you know, I love Pilates. Pilates is low impact, builds stronger bones and muscles, creates better posture and flexibility, and a stronger core, and that's something we all need for all our daily activities. And this makes Pilates especially attractive for women over 50, 60, and beyond. So whatever exercise you choose, make sure it puts a smile on your face, that you love doing it. Change it up so it doesn't get boring. But start by those start with those five essential steps to make your exercise program stick. I also want you to check out the seven effortless ways to sneak in exercise during the holidays. And when I aired this episode, I also said it's not just during the holidays. It can be any time of the year when you are away from home, you are not in your regular routine, every little bit counts as I look at it. And some have said, Heike, five minutes a day. Seriously? I'm like, yeah, seriously. We all start somewhere. And so many of us uh, take a too big of a bite out of exercise, have too high expectations of ourselves, of what we can do and we should be doing. Remember that should? I hate it. Um, what we should be doing and what what is expected of us and at our age we must be this and that and the other you are you you do you you number one make a habit visible create a dedicated workout space create a plan i'll be more than happy to help you with that plan track your progress yeah that's a good one that's that has, can have different forms make it fun if you love it, you'll do it. Living a fit and healthy lifestyle has its rewards. For instance, better sleep habits will lead to less stress, fewer colds, and other illnesses. It is commonly misunderstood that you're unfortunately losing that time when you invest yourself into yourself for healthy habits. It's like this whole business of, oh, I just lost five minutes because I exercised more. No, the opposite is true. When you start healthy eating, sleeping, and exercise habits, you're giving yourself more energy. More energy means more time and the drive to do the things you love in your empty nest. So thank you so much for joining me today in our discussion about the five essential steps to make 
your exercise habits stick for good. If you'd like to learn more about the Emptiness Reboot program, I'll leave a link in the show notes. And if you're learning from and you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It doesn't cost you a dime and it will support the show. In addition, please subscribe to the Pursue Your Spark podcast on Apple and Spotify and give the show up to five star reviews. If you have any questions or comments or topics or guests you'd like me to cover on the Pursue Your Spark podcast, please put them in the comment section on YouTube. I read all the comments and responses there. If you're not already following me on social media, we are, or I am, at Heike Yates on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and also TikTok. And I should mention that all these platforms I mentioned cover fitness, Pilates strength, and intermittent fasting topics for empty nester moms over 50 and 60 and beyond, which overlap with the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Get on the list for my weekly newsletter by grabbing one of my free guides for empty nester moms over 50 to reclaim your health by going to HeikeYates.com. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao.